Hello and welcome to Wineskins, a program featuring reflections on the lives of the saints and the sacred scriptures, along with a variety of topics and issues from a Catholic perspective. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Our show is sponsored by the annual Dossison Appeal, the Catholic Communication Campaign, and St. Paul's Catholic Books and Gifts, a division of the Society of St. Paul. On our show today, I will interview Mary Fiala. We will also hear more about the life of St. John Bosco and the readings for this fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. That and more on Wineskins. In our current issue today, we will hear from Dr. Jim King. Joining me is Dr. Jim King, who is the Associate Superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Diocese. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. We know that we're in the midst of Catholic Schools Week. I love the theme, United in Faith and Community. And I believe this is like the 50th year that we've celebrated Catholic Schools Week. What's so significant about that event? So it's really part of our chance to step back and take a look at all the things that are going on. The schools are, you know, you're always in such a a focus of, you know, pushing our academic excellence and moving the kids forward, you know, and how are we growing them spiritually. And it's nice to step back now and again. It comes at the midpoint of the year and just to step back and enjoy being a community together and celebrating all the good things in a Catholic school. You know, it's interesting as you were talking, that element of fun and enjoyment really should be part of schools because as I look back on my own education and in Catholic schools, there were days that it wasn't real fun. And so having that (laughs) element outside of recess, I think is really cathartic, but I think it's good for students, for community. I think it's a refresher and it kind of gives people a shot in the arm. Plus it also uplifts the teachers, the students, the parents, the volunteers, Why are all of those elements important? Well, as a Catholic school, it's not just this teacher's imparting knowledge to students, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's a relationship of community, and the teacher's fostering the student's growth. Mm -hmm. And it's engaging the parents who are part of that community. And the broader, you know, our schools that are affiliated with parishes, having broader parish affiliation and drawing that in. It's the Catholic schools are intentionally part of a broader community. And celebrating that community, making sure that we're taking time to nurture that process along the way, it's not just a, an accounting formula. We're, we're dealing with human beings, mm-hmm. and we have to take time for that, to celebrate it along the way. And, and we do along the way, but it's always good to kind of set aside a particular period mm-hmm. in which we're able to... To really focus on that. What are some of those events that will happen within that week of Catholic schools? A lot of times it is the ability for the students to express some appreciation for those who have supported them through either their broader community, the parish, their parents, as well as inviting in those communities to help celebrate, mm-hmm. as well as just some you know fun community building time for the students and some activities that they find enjoyable. So it's that joy through expressing their appreciation, drawing others in, and then celebrating and having a bit of fun. I'd like to talk about those two words, faith and community, in the theme. Why are those important and how are those integrated? Well, you know, a Catholic school is all about building knowledge but building faith. And we build knowledge 
so that we can better live out our faith, right? And as Catholics, one of the very important things to the Catholic faith itself is community. You know, we're called to be in community. If we're not in community every week, right, what does the church tell us? Mm -hmm. You know, we're failing in our faith commitment if we don't gather as community. And it's an important piece that sort of separates us from the other Christian denominations, whereas much of that is, am I safe? Do I have my one-on-one relationship Mm -hmm. with God? And the Catholic faith, community is so important. It's a whole dynamic. We could peel apart all of our catechism and theology of it. But it, it really just is a core that we try to highlight within the schools. And how do families and how do parents celebrate Catholic Schools Week in particular in that week? Well, of course, each of the locations is going to be different. We have everything from preschools to high schools. And how you engage those parents is going to be you know, different in different ways. Mm-hmm. And many times the parents are invited in sometimes for some of the activities going on. Like I said, it can be appreciation. You know, many of the schools and the activities that they are planning out, they're trying to have the students, you know, become a little, you know, self-reflective as they're aging up and growing into, you know, there are a lot of people who sacrifice Mm -hmm. to get them into this community. And so how do they express that gratitude? So each of the schools is kind of going to have their own unique way of inviting the parents in some of the different events some of the fun contests there's you know one of the schools I'm thinking back to last year they had a nice pancake breakfast for mm-hmm. you know all the kids and my parents showed up and were a part of that either facilitating or just enjoying so there's a variety of activities you know going on through you know 25 different schools that all have their own thing happening yeah. Well, Dr. Jim King, Associate Superintendent of Catholic Schools here in the diocese, thanks for your input and your insight, and also know of our best wishes for the schools in our diocese as you celebrate Catholic Schools Week. Thank you very much. It's always a blessing to be here with you and part of the greater diocesan community. For Wineskins, I'm Father Jim Corda. The Feast of St. John Bosco is celebrated on Wednesday. To tell us more about this holy man is Tom Anderson. He is from St. Charles Church in Boardman. John Bosco was born in the Archdiocese of Turin, Italy in 1815. His father died when he was only two years old. His early years were financially difficult, and at the age of 20, he entered the major seminary, where, thanks to a generous benefactor, he received financial help. John Bosco was ordained a priest on June 5, 1846, and founded the Oratory of St. Francis de Sales. At this time, the city of Turin was on the verge of the Industrial Revolution, which became a challenge for many young men at the time. Gifted as John was as an educator and leader, he formulated a system based on reason, religion, and kindness. In 1868, there were 800 students involved in his educational system. To ensure the continuation of his educational work, he founded the Society of St. Francis de Sales, or the Salesians, which was proved in 1869. In 1875, a wave of emigration to Latin America began, and this prompted the inauguration of the Salesian missionaries to have an apostolate there. Bosco became a traveler throughout Europe, seeking funds for the missions. 
Some of the reports referred to him as the new St. Vincent de Paul. This great apostle of youth died on January 31, 1888, and was canonized by Pope Pius XI in 1934. Pope John Paul II named him teacher and father to the young. It is as teacher and father of the young, as stated in the opening prayer of the Mass, that St. John Bosco's life is best summarized. He himself has said in his old age, I promised God that until my last breath, I would live for my poor youth. His own awareness of the fatherhood of God was extremely vivid. He was convinced that without a sense of intimacy with God, it is impossible to be an educator. He said, education is something from the heart and God alone is its master. We cannot succeed in anything unless God gives us the key to these hearts. Of the three qualities that John Bosco required in teachers, kindness was of particular importance. In the office of readings, he advises educators to love the young as they would love their own sons. It goes without saying that this also applies to parents as educators. Indeed, parents should be the prototype of teachers. Another characteristic of John Bosco was described by a writer in this way. He knew how to create an impressive system of education by bringing the church back into contact with the masses, which the church was losing. For us who are outside the church and outside every church, he is really a hero. The hero of preventive education and of the family school. His followers can be proud. In the opening prayer of the Mass, we ask God to give us a love like that of St. John Bosco, so that we may give ourselves completely to your service and to the salvation of mankind. John Bosco especially liked the statement, Jesus began to do before he began to teach. He was truly prophetic in bringing to souls a spirituality based on the apostolate and an asceticism based on work. I do not recommend penance and the discipline, he said, but work, work, work. For Wineskins, I'm Tom Anderson. Joining me is Mary Fiala, who is the superintendent of Catholic schools for the diocese. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Glad to be here. You know, Catholic Schools Week has been kind of a staple in the church for, I think, 50 years now. And that's something that I know teachers and students and administrators like yourself look forward to celebrating because it really highlights what we do as a church in education. Why is Catholic Schools Week so important to the life of the school? I think a lot of times we take for granted the good things that are going on in our schools. And it's interesting, I talk with many administrators, they'll share something that they're doing. I said, you're sharing this with the public, right? You're sharing this with your parents. Your parents are aware. And they kind of look at me, well, like, well, this is just what we normally do. There's so many things that we normally do that are great for kids and families that we just take for granted. And so Catholic Schools Week gives us the opportunity to really focus on that and get the word out. Plus, the schools usually plan some really fun things for kids to do, so it's their fun week as well. I think if I'm correct, the theme is United in Faith and Community. 
those are really two operative words. Faith is obviously crucial for who we are as Catholics, but community also is going hand in hand with the faith. Why are those two words united and linked in this celebration? We live out our faith in community. So it's a natural connection. Building that Catholic culture in our schools is a community effort as well. And that's one of the things that we have been working with our schools on is, you know, really building that Catholic culture so that our families and our students become aware of the faith, but they also are becoming aware of the faith that is lived out. So they live it out in that small community, and hopefully then as they move and grow, they will learn that there's other ways to do that faith and community. We also try to incorporate their parish community because that's a very big part of the community. The school community is only a a small microcosm, but they also belong to the big parish community. And I think that's really crucial because they're a facet of parish life, Mm -hmm. but they're an important facet of parish life. You know, when I go around the diocese to help out in different parishes, I'm always amazed and pleasantly surprised about when a parish has a school and the involvement of the young people on the weekends, especially in the liturgies, and how important that presence of the youth is in our parishes and in our church today. How does the school foster that faith in parish life and also in the students that they serve? First of all, they help them to celebrate the faith in that small school community. They train them to be able to pray, to be prayer leaders. They train them to be able to be lectors and song leaders and different things that help support the community ministry. So then in their parish, they have the opportunity to become involved in those same kinds of ways in the parish, and they're comfortable doing it because they've been able to learn how to do those things in their school. It's almost a sense of encouraging the gifts and the talents Mm -hmm. that they have within them to participate a little bit more. And that's basically what liturgy is all about, is active participation. Why is it important for us as a Catholic institution to promote Catholic schools and Catholic education? Because it really is vital. As I look back on my own Catholic education, how important it was. I may not have been the best student, but it equipped me academically, spiritually, in community with what was going on and what I was going to expect in the future. Actually, I think you just answered your own question. We try to do all of those things intentionally. Those are the things that help us to work together to prepare our students for the future and to help them to, at their developmental level, where they are, to be able to embrace their faith, to get the support they need academically, to move forward, to give them the opportunity to be leaders in small ways, in large ways, depending on who they are. Those are all things, and of course, the service element. You know, we feel all of those things, the faith, the academics, the leadership and the service, all form together to help kids to be able to 
look at the world through the lens of our faith and then be able to go out and act that way in the community. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about the teachers. You know, the teachers do such a wonderful job, not only academically, but also they share their faith with these young people. And there's a dedication that's there that I have not seen in other ministries within the church. Why is it something for us to lift up and celebrate teachers in our Catholic schools? Our teachers are amazing. They have stepped up in all kinds of circumstances. They care deeply about their students. One of the ways that I think is indicative of their commitment is the way that they handled the COVID situation several years ago. It was a surprise to all of us. We were basically building the plane as we were flying it, and our teachers did an amazing job of continuing to work with their students and find new ways to do that. Then we were able to open our doors and remain in person from that September on. And we did that due to the dedication and commitment of our students and the care that they gave them online, as well as being able to get them back in person. And they continually do those kinds of things with their students. We know that Catholic education has been part of our diocesan church for 80 years now. And as we look forward to our 100th anniversary as a diocese, what do you see Catholic education all about here in Youngstown? I believe it has a real place in the mission of our church. I also believe that as we move forward, we need to continually find ways to educate all kinds of students with all kinds of needs. And I think the ability to do that is something that is the desire of our office, of our administrators, of our teachers, so that all of our students continually are able to have that Catholic school experience regardless of needs. And we certainly, Wineskins, want to support and promote Catholic education here in the diocese. And as you celebrate Catholic Schools Week, United in Faith and Community, it's certainly our prayer that that continues to happen in our schools. Thank you. Thank you. To receive more information and to listen to Wineskins, visit the website www.catholicecho.org. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Please join Catholic Charities by helping to support the Warm Hearts for Warm Homes campaign, formerly known as Keep the Kids Warm. The Warm Heart for Warm Homes campaign helps to provide direct utility assistance to families with children, working poor adults, and older adults on fixed incomes. Last year, Catholic Charities agencies impacted thousands of people through utility assistant efforts. Unfortunately, This year, the need for heat and utility assistance continues to rise. Catholic Charities is asking for your help to make Warm Hearts for Warm Homes a success by giving to your local parish online at www.ccdoy.org or by calling Catholic Charities at 330-744-8451. Church World Service believes that being self-reliant is a joy everyone should share. So around the block or around the world, share the joy. 
Our song today is from the Kellenberg Memorial High School Choir. It is from their CD entitled, In His Presence. Our scripture reflections for this fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time will be by Monsignor John Zura. He is pastor of St. Luke Church and St. Charles Church, both in Boardman.
We celebrate the fourth Sunday of the liturgical year with a theme of teaching with authority. Our first reading from the book of Deuteronomy reminds us that Moses foretells the coming of a prophet who will speak God's word to the people. Our second reading, St. Paul urges everyone, especially those who are celibate, to give their undivided attention to the Lord. And our gospel reading from St. Mark reminds us of the prophecy of Moses, who is fulfilled in Jesus. Here Mark begins to tell us the kind of things that Jesus did in proclaiming the kingdom. Deuteronomy presents Moses as the ideal prophet. The prophet can never speak on his own authority, but speaks on behalf of God. The Jews believed that God would raise up in the last day a prophet like Moses. The early Christians regarded Jesus as the awaited prophet. His teachings give with authority and confirmed by miracles, the signs that God is with us. In today's gospel reading, we see that Jesus spoke with authority and how the ordinary people recognized him. Jesus' word carried great authority with the ordinary people. And we ask why? Because his words had the ring of truth, and the people knew that he meant them. Jesus' words can change our lives if we act on them. But sometimes we are content merely only to listen to them. Let us be reminded. Lord Jesus, your words guide us when we are in error. Lord Jesus, your words comfort us when we are sad. Lord Jesus, your words inspire us to live good and holy lives. For Wineskins, I am Monsignor John Zura. Let us live our lives for God. Let us make our lives remarkable. And when we do just that, we learn to handle affirmation and expect opposition. When the latter comes, stare it down, knowing that goodness is more powerful than evil. Wineskins is made possible by the annual Diocesan Appeal, the Catholic Communication Campaign, and St. Paul's Catholic Books and Gifts. The program is produced by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Youngstown. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda, wishing you a blessed Sunday. And we of Wineskins want to encourage all of you to pray for our students as they celebrate Catholic Schools Week. What have you done for your marriage today? I gave my wife a hug this morning. I thought I love her. I uh, did her hair this morning. I think it looks pretty good. <laughs> I cooked my husband's uh, favorite breakfast. I bought her an orchid. What have I done for my marriage today? I sent my husband a love email. I read the newspaper to my wife and it cracked her up. But she's still laughing. <laughs> what have you done for your marriage today? Make a change for the better. Need help? Go to foryourmarriage.org. A message from the Catholic Church. They say America is the land of opportunity. But for some, life isn't so easy. 
Right now in America, one in six children lives below the poverty line. That's nearly 13 million children of all races all across our country. Where do you draw the line and get involved? You can make a difference in more ways than you think. Go to povertyusa.org today because one in six children in poverty is one too many. A message from the Catholic Campaign for Human Development.